In September 2019, a small publishing house created a Kickstarter to get issue one of a new all-ages sci-fi magazine made. Now, six months later and three issues released, they're back and asking you once again to help support this adventure. Go to Kickstarter today and pledge on The Spark, the all-ages sci-fi comic magazine. Get issues one to four now and pre-order issues five to eight today. Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadakat, and Tom Stewart. Before we actually get started, um, before I forget, I had an idea of um, like a future podcast uh, where um, we do like uh, the villains, villains in canon, but ones who for some reason temporarily have become heroes. Because when I was uh, looking up in my uh, attic, um, when I was getting out some of these comics, I came across a few major villains who are complete psychopaths, some of them. But have for various times become heroes in the story. Villains come heroes. Yeah, and this is not like other dimensions or other versions. This is the actual canon villain. I get you. Mm. Mm. Magneto? No, I never even thought of him. He's an interesting one, isn't he? Yeah. He was a bad guy first, but then he was kind of more sympathetic, wasn't he? Mm. Uh, He always returns to be a bad guy. Because it has to be. I'm gonna say it. So, movies, guys! <laughs> movies. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've said this. So! Oh. Every. Every. Every, <laughs> pod- <laughs> every podcast episode. Every one of them uh-huh. starts off with either. <laughs> I think it's either yourself or, or, or yourself. Go ahead. So. <laughs> oh. channeling on whatever it is because we're on some mad tangent today <laughs> fucking biscuits <laughs> or nudity <laughs> or tangents though oh yeah. oh yeah yeah absolutely oh there's nothing wrong with it I just think yeah. it's great yeah it's I, 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 I know when the topic's going to kick in ah, because you, it you starts off with somebody going so what questions do you have Mm, you, yeah. you might have some questions. Or oh, are we going to just go... I was going to do top, top tens in that first. Tens. And then I, I don't have top tens. I've got yeah. questions. I just have a list of films that I like. Same I here. Because I can't... I can't... I could then... Yeah. Just... How could you do that? I, I just How couldn't. could you do that? <laughs> did you get my email? I did, yeah. You said it was a motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I was sitting... It's a compliment. I was sitting looking at my collection going... Fuck it out. I had to go on IMDb and see what ones I'd rated at what time and what right. I just started writing down films I thought were great. I think more will come I think more will come to mind as we're going. Yeah, exactly. So I'll like, go through my list mm. and yeah, then go for yeah. we incorporate whatever or because we need to start somewhere because this yeah, is and then we can, uh, I've only got nine written down. We can say that's a load of crap that film. Yeah. <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean I yeah. to me they're brilliant, but yeah. So I start from the bottom, from the top. To me, they're brilliant. Start a few shit on them. That's great. <laughs> from the middle. Start in the middle. Yeah. Okay. 
Let's start from the middle. Are the, are the in order of uh, preference? No, just... Uh, I just have to put things in it. Yeah. Rocky. Mm. Ah. Number one. The first one, the I first think, one. is good. Yeah, Rocky. The first one. Some mm. of them... Not so good. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the series. I'm talking just the film. Rocky. Rocky. First one. The first yeah. one. To me, that one is really, really good. Yeah. And without that one, the others would not exist. <laughs> but don't hold that against it. Vivian! Wow. I never saw Rocky until the late 90s. I was the same. Yeah. Was I never saw when it came out on the cinema. It was very famous all through I the saw 70s, it on 80s. TV. It was on TV. Yeah, I sat and watched it. When I, I watched thought, it. I'm going to watch Rocky. Because mm. I thought, oh, yeah, I can't give it a go. And it was good. Sex, it was yeah, there. it was very good. Yeah. I remember. And I was surprised that Sylvester Stallone came out with the idea, you know, did the yeah. direction of it, him, he did the yeah. script, and everything. I thought, wow. He was I a good old tour And I, on that one. I knew him from the action films and mm. Rambo and all that kind of mm. thing. Uh-huh. I never thought that he could come out with that. Mm. And he did. And I thought, wow, this, 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 yeah. this is an amazing film. Yeah. Why is it not any bigger? That, you know, but yeah, the first one to me is is fantastic. That's like a real film, isn't it? The first one. Yeah. It's, it's not become a big franchise. And no. He's got his <clears throat> uh, American flag boxers on, boxer shorts on and all that. That's a sad moment when you're talking about the shorts, though. He walks in, it's right after that epic moment. He's running in the streets of Philadelphia and he goes to the stadium and he sees, he sees uh, Apollo Creed his pictures there, everything, the uniform is perfect, it's uh, exactly as he would wear it. And he looks over to himself and he sees one of the managers there and he says, uh, that's not my, that's not the colour of my shorts, should be the, other, the colour should be the other way around first. And the guy shouts to him, it doesn't matter Rocky. And it suddenly drags him down for much of the rest of the film because he realises he's just there as the opponent. That's all he is, he doesn't matter. So he walks off. Uh, he walks off quite sad from that. And of course, he, he defies pretty much all his critics at the end of that. Interestingly, uh, Sylvester Stallone said he based that on Muhammad Ali's comeback. But also, he hasn't mentioned this too often. It was Chuck Wepner, a guy who fought Muhammad Ali, who was billed as a great white hope. And when he got in the ring, he actually floored Ali with a surprise punch to the solar plexus. And Ali got up and was a little bit pissed off by that and uh, ended up uh, stopping the fight uh, a couple of rounds after. But my first experience of Rocky was my uh, dad worked on the oil tankers. So whenever the oil tanker was based on Europe, mainland Europe, my mum, before I went to high school, would take me to the oil tanker. And, uh, of course, uh, the, oil, the, the oil tanker workers would need entertainment, so they had a wee sort of private cinema. And you see the, you see the big... Sp- the uh, uh, reels that you, you had in the cinema. Yeah. There was like a pile yeah. of them all stacked up and right in the middle oh, was Rocky. Oh, actual film? Yeah. Wow. And apparently when I was uh, when I was a kid uh, I did because I remember seeing that but I was told that a, a few years before that I did try and watch it and I fell asleep <laughs> but mm-hmm. I would have been quite young at that point. Cool. That's good. Yeah. Like Rocky. Good choice. Thank you. So I keep going, or yeah, someone else wants to put another one? Next. No, no. no, keep going. Okay, I'm going to keep it in the sense of time and era. Uh, E.T. Oh. I love E.T. Thank you. Yeah. E.T. E.T. is a kind of science fiction 
Yeah. But a lot of sci-fi fans <coughs> don't want to embrace it, I think. You know, because it's too, it was too popular, it was too family-orientated film. But it's brilliant. Come on. It's absolutely brilliant. <coughs> you like E.T.? You, you don't like E.T.? You don't like E.T.? Hate it. Oh, wow. Brilliant. I like E.T. I know that, yeah, I know what you say about the people, science fiction, not like it because it's too what it? sweet and too family-oriented, oh, but... Bullshit, that's what. Oh, it's boring. Yeah. Wow. But, jeez, it approached like approach science fiction yeah. to a wider public in a way that no other science fiction film had done before. Yes. It brought his Amblin films to the kind of pinnacle, mm. which is fine, yeah. Mm. I guess. <laughs> I know for me. <coughs> but I'm the exact yeah. same with Rocky as well. I don't like Rocky. I hate Stallone. Oh. I think Stallone's a crap yeah. actor. Hard to go over that. If you don't like the main... Yeah. Uh, nothing actually against him, believe it or not. You know you're like three steps away from Sylvester Stallone. You know that, that, that saying, you're only six steps away from Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. You're like... Uh, um, I was thinking now... Um, oh, you've met someone. Oh no, no, it's. Uh, I have to do this, right? Oh, I know, I know what you're going to say. We're in, we're in this team. I know right? you're going to say. And my, I know this in cool. America. Oh no. Worked with um, a lady who was an actress on the David Letterman show, and she is Sylvester Stallone's auntie. Oh. But. Three degrees. She doesn't really. She doesn't really get on. With them. Right. I'll give you. I'll give you. Another. Which is why I don't have uh, an autograph. I'll give you another degree of separation. Uh, in this room, <coughs> somebody has met or saved the life of uh, someone. <laughs> a certain actor. Why am I thinking of Colombo? What Colombo? <laughs> yeah, he did him as well. On on stage. What was that? Yep. We have we have the face man. We have uh, Captain Starbuck, and he also did. Lieutenant Colombo. Oh, right. Not on okay. television. Right, okay. So you're a legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, some words. He was with uh, <laughs> the, the, the face man who was with Mr. T. Mr. T was in uh, Rocky. Oh, yeah. Rocky 3. Three. Ah. Yeah. Rocky 3. Wow. There you go. That was a good choice, eh? For a villain for, for Rocky. Or a pony. Mr. T. My prediction? Boom! <laughs> I thought it was something really vulgar to say, but I don't know if I should. I've seen them all. I've seen them all. I just know. But seeing as it's you, uh, you're, you're, a, you're not going to be put off by it, but. Um, I don't know what it is about Stallone. So, no, give you a stiffy knowing that you okay. rescued one of the 18. Yeah, but it's weird because. <laughs> I don't know if it's maybe like a Stallone Schwarzenegger type thing, because I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just as well, did I hear that? I don't know if it's like a, you're kind of, you're one or the other sort of thing. But I've just never been into Stallone at all. I can't stand Cobra. I made it about halfway through Rambo before turning it off. Oh really? Uh, Cause I read the book. Um... Fell asleep at Expendables. Uh, turned off that other one that he did with Jason Momoa. What was it called? A newer one. I can't remember. Something where he was all tattooed up anyway. It was a little shit. Yeah, I've just never been into it at all. Stop or my mum will shoot. Holy crap. I've not even, I've not even risked watching that one. Ugh, oh, I watched all that shit. Just great. 
He was just, just red. Just red, oh god, yeah, even worse. Oh, no, awful. Come on. Who was his, who was his, uh, who was the partner again in that film? He's like, <laughs> and he says, I am the law, and the guy replies to him, <laughs> <laughs> I am the law! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. Um, I think E.T. is alright, but I prefer the sequel, which many of you don't realise is a sequel. That book? Nope. Uh, Steven Spielberg was under a lot of pressure to make a sequel for E.T. Yeah. And he wanted to make it a lot more grim, so he was going to do it, E.T. would return, but would be growing into another phase where he's a mutated monster, and they end up having to beat E.T. Yeah. But... Spielberg changed his mind, I think under pressure, and instead of um, E.T. himself, the monster, well, monster-ish, became sort of furry, with big ears, still had three fingers. And then it was Schindler's List. Mm, almost. Oh, uh, Gremlins. But, yeah. Gremlins really? is the unofficial <laughs> E.T. sequel. So when they mutate into the Gremlins itself... Schindler's List. <laughs> I just clicked to that. <laughs> <laughs> the the oh, gremlin fuck. is officially E.T.'s relative. Right. Do you yeah. know about when Close Encounters <clears throat> came out and, oh, and it was a big hit and he did say he was going to do a sequel to that. The Close Encounters? working on it, yeah. yeah. The story was that his idea for Close Encounters 2 was that when the aliens left, one of them got left behind. And that was the E.T. And then as he worked on it... It became E.T. Yeah, this one will be a yeah. sequel. This will be its own thing. Mm. Yeah. It's been a good idea, right enough. It's kind of good that he didn't make it a sequel. Mm. It's its own thing. Mm. You can still look and see. Yeah, it's the same story. It's, it leads on nicely. Love Spielberg Cons really does. Cons and Counters, yeah. That's, that's top ten. That's good as well. Yeah. That's one of the hundred films in my top ten. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, okay. My maths is quite bad, but... Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, now I have the option to keep it in the same sort of era or moving and keep it with the same director. So, I just go with the same era. I just go for um, Ghostbusters. Mm. Ghostbusters. Oh, Amazing. Amazing. Ghostbusters. We all agreed on that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, come on. It's, I don't think the sequel is up to it. The, the version that they did recently with all the female cast, I'm sorry. Was it not good? No, I haven't seen it. But I've seen it. I've seen it like that. Is it good? Oh, it was alright. Yeah, it's yeah. better than the second Ghostbusters. Much better. Yeah. Well, yeah, what's everybody's gripes for that? I never really liked it. Oh, I didn't second, think the villain yeah. was that interesting. <laughs> Apparently he's quite a bastard in real life, that guy. But, uh, oh, I, might, I, get, I might get sued by that. <laughs> um, yeah, I never found it exciting. I thought it was boring. and uh, They could have made more of an effort to bring in like, a Slimer or build up some of the characters a wee bit more. Slimer's a bit but the, uh, the, the the walking Statue of Liberty, I thought, was pretty yeah. silly. Yeah. Um, I just, great. just compared to the first one, I don't think it lived up to it. Mm. It's very much it just tries to follow the same formula as the first one, big time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It just it literally just tries to do the exact same thing again, which I don't really see too much of a problem with. But I can probably see that a lot of people were like, right. You did the first one. Why are you doing it again? Like, try it, try it another yeah. story. I remember going to see Ghostbusters 2 and I really yeah. liked it. I still I went liked to it. see it. And then as I've watched it 
over the years, I have thought, nah, it's no a patch on the first one. It just isn't. Actually, just in amongst that, actually, just when I think about it, there's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Just whilst I think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What's a film that you used to really love? Mm. You used to say everybody, I love this, I love this, I love this. Mm. But you've subsequently seen it. Maybe recently or soonish. And uh, you've thought, oh, no, that's, that's good not as good as I remember. Oh, I would probably say Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no, but it was quite it was quite soon that it was only when I went to see it in the cinema, I think it was caught up and it was great to see them back on the screen. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. And then watched it pretty soon after. And, yeah. I don't know, a film that you thought was great. No, no, and then you no. watch and you go, mm, no. Yeah. What about my case? Yeah. Since very young age, at home, my mum and dad, especially my mum, used to watch lots of films. Mm. Always. So I used to sit down with my toys in the living room and she watch films. It could mm. be musicals, westerns, yep. could be drama, could be anything. So I kind of watched all kind of things, classics, mm-hmm. from, you know, uh, Singing in the Rain to mm-hmm. Casablanca to go through John Wayne westerns mm. to go through the then the spaghetti westerns with mm. Tennis, with mm-hmm. the, you know all kind of comedies um, <laughs> but yeah that, that's so I don't I, I don't really have something that I thought oh that was really really good really good I recommend to everyone and now I watch it again I go oh it's actually not that good no, maybe not that you would, that you would or, rec- or being disappointed or thinking that has age or anything like that no I, I remember no, watching All the President's Men, Robert Redford and, yeah. and Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. And uh, So in my head, that was just a good film, and yep. I watched it again years later and thought, this is really boring, you know, it really mm-hmm. bored me. It was quite disappointed. I'm thinking I should watch it again and hopefully I like it again, because I've still got that feeling that that's a good film, Yeah. except watching it, I was like, no. Yeah, just nonplussed. I was um, I was that way with uh, Scott Pilgrim recently. Right. I, I got it in my head. I wanted to watch it, mm-hmm. and I sat down and I stuck it on. And I was literally five minutes in and went, "Fucking hell, these characters are insufferable. Right. This is awful." And then it just became it just became a kind of myriad of going from section to section mm-hmm. and just watching it, going, "Jesus, this is not a good movie." And I made it about an hour in, trying my best, really <laughs> sitting through it, and then went, no, I can't, I can't handle this anymore. And yeah, I loved that film when I, I first remember you it. saying it was really good, and I'd never watched it. And yeah. Because you said that, I was like, no, I'll give that a chance. No, <laughs> no. They're actually just no. insufferable millennials that just complain about everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot to do with O'Malley's writing. Okay. And then Edgar Wright just... Just amplifies it and puts a big magnifying glass over it and makes it even worse. They're just annoying, and they're just like they're just so entitled and they're just like I think they probably do a good job because the characters are meant to be like that, but because of that they're just oh just hit all the wrong points whatsoever. I couldn't I couldn't muster my way through it. I was yeah, I'm maybe come back around again. 
No, you're right now when, when you're just past an era, you, you kind of you're like, oh no, God, thank God we're not like that anymore. And then no. you get past, and it's the distant past, and you go, oh, remember when we were that stupid? Do you know what? I think it was also the film just isn't really used as well made as I thought it was right. as well. It was just kind of a thing of like they're just kind of right. There's this section now, right? It's this section now. Instead of kind of flowing through mm. and going through the story, it was like, right, this is this bit. And this is going to be tacked on to this bit that's going on, and this bit will be tacked on to this bit. There was no kind of flowing dialogue or anything. They just kind of threw it together, and that was it. You know, I just was kind of watching it, going, oh, fuck. "Please stop, <laughs> stop talking. This has got even worse." Sorry, no, it's okay. It's very similar to the list I have in my head, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably because we're kind of we are the same sort of generation. Although mm. there's a couple other things here that, in my kind of sort of view of. Okay, I'm going to keep in the same sort of decade again. Um, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost mm-hmm. Ark. So that's the first one. So that's so just the first one? Yes. Fantastic film. Oh, yeah. To me, that so is, is amazing. Yes. It's really entertaining. I can put it on again, watch it. Mm-hmm. My kids watch it now. They'll enjoy it as well. That's good. The, it's just one of those films. It hasn't aged. It was made in a way that it kind of was aged then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you can watch it and watch it and watch it, and it's just, I think it's just a beautiful adventure film. It's just great. Mm-hmm. They were good about not referencing. I mean, it's not. Not 1980 in that film, obviously. In, term, in terms of when it's set, but also there's nothing in it that really makes you think that thing. Yeah. Actually, it's a criticism that I read leveled at The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, at the start, he's on the he's talking to the Commander Hux guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, is uh, Hux there? And he's like, yes, I'm here, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I'm not getting through, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a joke about mobile phone reception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somebody was writing, this is the first thing, there's nothing in Star Wars that makes you think, oh, there is, that's the things that were used in me. You know, there's nothing mm-hmm. about eight-track tapes or anything. There's, yeah. This is the first film that's been like, bang, that's a 2017 joke about yeah. mobile phone reception. <laughs> and I thought that's an interesting point. Yeah. And it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Episode 8. But yeah, okay. uh, Raiders, brilliant. Raiders. And do you like Temple of Doom as well? And Last Crusade? And... I think, to, well, to me, the Temple of Doom and then the last one, yeah. whatever it's called. Crystal Skull. Yeah. Yeah. To me, are the last. The Temple of Doom to me is quite weak. I prefer. Oh, okay. I yeah. kind of like put them Raiders of the Lost Car mm. and then. The last the, crusade, the last crusade, crusade that would be my second yeah. favorite, and then Temple mm-hmm. of Doom. That would be my kind of order. I like that. Personally, I mean, I don't dislike it. No, but if I had to choose, yeah, yeah. Am I right in saying that the actual order, chronologically, yeah, is yeah. Temple of Doom, Temple of Raiders, Doom's a yeah, as mm. last crusade, yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah, because the dates come up at the start. Mm. Yeah. It's like two years before. I always thought that was like a little mini, you know, Star Wars trilogy of trilogies. You, know? yeah. you had like, he did the middle three and then he mm. went back and did the first three and then the last three. Yeah. And he did the same with Indy mm-hmm. before they added another one on the end. Yeah, yeah. I have in the fridge. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I, I like the, the fourth <laughs> one as well. Yeah? 
Yeah, I'll make more. Well, that became, plan on making more. That became yes. <clears throat> that became the new. Um, I liked the fridge. Well, that became the new jump in the shark. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. What was it, it, what was it, it called? The fridge. Nuke the fridge. That yeah, was it. I liked that. I remember watching that. Well, see, I hadn't read about that. That just <coughs> happened. So I sat and watched that, and and do you know it, it called back quite a lot. My my first memory of of going to see Raiders was with my dad. And there's, you know the bit when he's on the truck and he's fighting with the guy and then he's on the top of the truck, the back of the truck, mm. he's getting pulled on the truck and then he goes, and then he, and then he, and then he punts the guy and, and, and then he shoves the guy out. And then I remember he's driving along and then he sort of goes like that. He moves his arm a bit and goes, oh. And I remember my dad laughing at that yeah. because he'd just done all of that and nothing. And then he went, oh, he goes, oh. And so I always thought, yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And that was part of what was good. So to me, the whole thing of him, to me, he was trapped, and, and I watched it and thought, they're about to drop a nuke on him. They're about to drop a nuke on him. And I thought, we've got to the level now where it's like, we're dropping nukes on him, and how's he going to get out of it? Yeah. And jumping in the fridge, I thought was quite good, because when I think of the 50s, it's like all these kind of new, big fancy fridges coming in and everything, you know. Yeah. So I just kind of liked that. To be fair, I never understood what people's gripe was with the fourth one. Like, oh, it's... You know, if you've not, have you seen it? Oh yeah, I've yeah, seen it. I saw it. I mean, I don't yeah. dislike it either. But <clears throat> to be honest, all the, the least favourite of all. To be honest, I've never actually seen it. But, right. um, it's probably Melly's favourite as well. But, but I know, I, still I, liked it. I know all about yeah. it. I, I, yeah. A pal of mine went to see. He was very excited. Saw it when it came out of the cinema and told me the whole story from. from <laughs> that was a nice song. Oh no, no, I, I asked him to. Oh, that's a nice song. I had no, <laughs> I had no intention of seeing it. So. Yeah, right. Um, but. I never understood everybody's issue with the, the aliens. Because... Uh, they didn't want aliens. Uh, but that was too far. The, the last crusade just had the fucking medieval night. From yeah. They, they, weren't, they yeah. weren't meant to be aliens in the end. They were supposed to be from an alternative dimension. Uh, but that's so the whole another part. sort of Earth thing, which is... But that's the whole thing behind the Crystal Skulls mm. in general, isn't it? The, mm. the, whole, the whole mythology of the Crystal Skulls mm. is that it's a tie-in with aliens. So I don't know why... The, they expected them not to turn up, you know. Oh, it ended up it was all aliens, but the fucking film's called Crystal Skull, and the mythology behind Crystal Skulls is aliens, so I don't understand your issue here. If anything, I, I don't like the fact that they did sort of commit to that more. Like, you know, th there is that bit, like you mentioned, like they, they sort of say, oh no, they're interdimensional beings yeah. from the space between But space it's not explained. So they're yeah, kind of fudging it a bit, they're not wanting to quite say. Mm. Yeah, it's not a daft 50s sci-fi movie, which is obviously what it was meant to be. No, it's But well. they were kind of yeah. backing off from it a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They should have committed. Oh, they should have. Fine. But yeah. they should have committed purely because they committed whole, ho whole hog and uh, raiders. Uh -huh. yeah. Melting faces. Mm -hmm. and yeah. That was the Ark of the Covenant, you know. And it mm. fucking, oh, honestly, like... Yeah. Melted mm. the teddy boy from Porridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I just, I just didn't get... What everybody's gripe was. Oh, it's aliens. Well, it's nothing more it? ridiculous than what they've done already. I mean, it was too big a gap, wasn't it? And, you know, I think that's what it was. The three of them were like classics now. So yeah. you know what I mean? I think that was more the issue. I think that was more the issue. Because they had all the... the same thing with it. episode one. You know? Yeah. Everybody was beside themselves waiting on it. And then it came in and went, oh no, no, I didn't know what that was. But they had, they had <laughs> all the characters <laughs> down pat. I mean... Yeah. Ray Winston basically plays, you know, mm -hmm. is it Mutt or Dog or something well, yeah, like that? Uh, but he, Mutt was the, the son, wasn't he? Oh, oh yes, yeah, so it was. What was Ray Winston's name? Something like that. Jonesy! Anyway. Yeah, that's what he's, yeah. Yeah. Jonesy! Jonesy! 
But they were all, you know, they were all typical Indiana Jones yeah, characters. Stop. And yet, oh, I don't know. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this week. But Raiders are three Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Okay. So we're talking about aliens. Oh, yeah. Alien, the eighth passenger. And aliens. Mm. I saw aliens first. And I really enjoyed it. My dad was staying up late to watch it, so he had me sit on his knee to watch it. Uh, that was probably last week. No, no, when, <laughs> when, that film was, when that film was first on on telly. Because I grew up on the news. I grew up watching the news, so horror films never scared me. So I happily watched it all. Never had nightmares or anything like that. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I saw the first Alien a few years afterward when I was at university and thought it was a good film but because I had seen Aliens I felt that was the classic and the first one I felt was good but it wasn't as good as Aliens even though it was more suspense and I really did enjoy the end of Alien where instead of like an all-out battle uh, Ridley's got to subtly get to the button and release it. So you see the movement and you suddenly realise it's in there with her. That's right. Hmm. But I did enjoy both films. It's just, for me, Aliens is a bit more... more for me. I think there are two different types of films. Yeah, yeah. they are. The yeah. first one is a horror. horror. Yeah. It's a horror, science fiction horror film. Mm. Yeah. And it accomplished that really well. Mm. And at that time, there was, there wasn't anything like to that point, to yeah. that level. <clears throat> yep. And then the second one is a is a war mm-hmm. action movie. It's an action movie, yeah. With the aliens. The on second it. one's and James it's really good as well. Mm-hmm. The second one's James Cameron. Isn't James Cameron, yeah. that's right. But yeah. it works really well. And hot yeah. on the heels of Terminator as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So to me those two are I never liked the aliens as much. In fact I'm not even that fond of it. All those all the macho, you know, the the, the soldiers are all macho yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be bothered with them. Yeah. Well, I like that recently. She's the one that has the bigger balls of all. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I think we should just. Even, even with all the marines, and the one, the marine that has the biggest ball of all, that actually dies yeah. is Vasquez. Mm. And she's a female, so there you are. So the big roles, big female characters, that a lot of people say, now, oh, it's never been done before, you know, and um, they don't have a clue. You know, look films from the 80s and the 70s, mm. and you'll. You'll find big, strong female characters that were already there. They were already yeah. happening. Just maybe you were not born then. Yeah. But you know, Ripley is a one off. Eh? Oh. Sigourney Weaver. God damn. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and aliens. That's the link. There you are. There is, a, there is a path to follow. No, so, uh, and when we're, talking about, when we're talking about aliens, so I just remember this guy. Neil forgot to put in the list Blade Runner. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good hands down. I don't agree with the uh, alien director's cut. Director's cut. Yeah, but Blade yeah. Runner's got it. Oh yeah, yeah. With the more iffy ending, not the happy one. No, no, no. Director's cut and is a film ahead of its time. <laughs> Way ahead of its time. Yeah. There was nothing like it. Nothing like it. And if you're able to watch the Aritos car, if you, if you have it, there is really good documentaries there. Mm-hmm. And it shows uh, really Scott, mm-hmm. which is actually a really good 
artist, mm -hmm. a really good character. Yeah, because he sketches yeah. all his films, yeah. all of them, and he has these kind of little books and he sketches all his films, such yeah. as Lefty. All of them. Mm -hmm. I like the guy amazing who does all the, work. Yeah. I like amazing. the guy who does all the origami. <laughs> Fucking Ridley Scott. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, he's such a rough guy for such beautiful vision. You actually oh. hear him speaking, he's like, oh, this is fucking... <laughs> well, it's very it's like... uh, uh, intensely in your face. Yeah, yeah. And he talks and he goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He goes, so I knew that, so I did it. All right, right. Any of the interviews you That's hear him in, you're just like, fuck hell. But man. I love Blade Runner, yeah. It's, yeah, it's amazing. That was one of the first videos I ever bought, and I just watched it endlessly. We watched it in high school as part of our... Um, Part of our learning and part of our entertainment. They played the whole film for us. Mm. Really? Yeah. High school. Yeah. And teacher was like, yeah, watch this. Is that bad? Watched it with us. We'd have never played that in high school. We played Commando at high school. Wow. Someone brought in the VHS. It was close <clears> to Christmas. So like, okay, we'll play this. And when he sees Arnold Schwarzenegger bat battering all these uh, kidnappers and assassins. and We didn't get anything of any sort of mature level whatsoever at our school. The most mature we got was uh, the Demon Headmaster. <laughs> wow! It's not me. Yeah. Sitting at like 16 watching <laughs> the Demon Headmaster. I was like, nice! I haven't seen this on telly since it was about... Okay then. Six. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm going now, controversially, perhaps. Mm. I'm going for a groundbreaking film okay. when I appear. And probably a lot of people making films like that will go, oh yeah, yeah, not really. But actually when it came out, and it's still really good, The Matrix. Oh. First one, mm. the first one. The other, uh, to me, are not necessary, although they are really good since the second mm. one. But the first one, The Matrix, when it came out. This is a hill I will fucking die on. Because I love all of them. I love all of them, I love all the tie-ins, I love all the books, I love absolutely everything to do with the Matrix. Yeah, that's absolutely adore it. Absolutely adore everything about it. I don't see anybody's gripes with it whatsoever. It's entertaining. Okay, okay, it, okay it kind of goes a bit skew with in places, but you just have to follow along with the story and find out where it's going. You just have to follow it. There's just there's no there's no complex. There's no massive complexity to this. This huge thing that everybody keeps going on about. Oh, there's this big massive. No, no, no. It plays out from beginning to end. It's amazing. It's all of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the hell I will die. What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, the Matrix. Uh, I watched it when it came on telly, network TV, and I think it was just as the sequels were coming out. So mm. I don't. I was quite resistant to the Matrix because I'd waited my whole life on Star Wars Episode One coming out, and then it, and then it came out, and the Matrix was that. like, "Oh, that's great! Every oh, that's great!" So in my head, I'm like, "No, that's no fuck that, fuck that!" You know, <laughs> I know that bullet time never, and that just looked like special effects to me, you know, like. But then I'd, I watched it, and hey, look, without any of the hype attached or anything. You could tell that some thought had gone into it. You know, Keanu Reeves always good in, in films, mm -hmm. I think, and. And it was good, yeah. It was good, and it was kind of philosophical. They, they went to uni and studied philosophy or something, which I was doing at the time. So I thought, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, they did have uh, uh, 
Monica Bellucci was in the sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, not enough. But she was in them. Oh, yeah, she was the... She was. And that means you've uh, got to watch it. Yeah, yeah she... She, uh, per- Persephone no. she, Persephone yeah she Persephone. kisses, she kisses um, Persephone oh, that, yeah, it was even terrible point. wasn't oh, it that, I loved that bit yeah. kiss her like you would kiss me yeah. <laughs> and that was see that, that was intriguing like me because I thought well that's I mean I'd rather kiss you that's what I'd be thinking you know that's what Keanu was thinking oh I had a I feel on I feel on what I feel on uh, crush on Trinity. Crush on Trinity. Mm. Nice. Wow, Trinity. What I like of the Matrix when it came out, because it's just it was all about the the, the technology applying mm. the field, which was really good. But there is a lot of it that, to me, when it came out, the Matrix, yeah, was the modern Star Wars. No, see that. No. no wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Wait a second. From the point of view. The Matrix would not exist without Star Wars. That's the first thing. Okay, uh-huh. but from the point of view of a film that introduced technology mm-hmm. and created uh, new special effects specifically from that film, that then has gone out to the rest of the industry yeah. as Star Wars did. And from the point of view that Star Wars took, well, George Lucas in, in his case to make Star Wars, especially the first one, mm-hmm. the so-called now New Hope took a lot of elements from the, the hero's journey and all from different myths and religions, elements that put in the basic story in the same way the Matrix did that. Yes. They did that and take elements from religion, elements from the Bible, mm-hmm. elements from myths. So from those point of view... It was interesting. Yeah. You know, from that point good, of view, yeah. Yeah. to me, yes, yes, I can see... Why it was kind of the a Star Wars yes. of that time? Mm-hmm. Very much so as well because the Matrix has like their whole place where they reside is Zion, mm-hmm. which is a, a whole. There's constant reference. There's a whole there's Bible constant, reference with the Catholic faith. You know, there's constant reference that he is God reincarnated as yeah. a man. This is Jesus Christ, and look. She is Trinity, also reference to the Trinity, the God, yeah, the Son, yeah, and yeah. the Holy Spirit. But she's also the Holy Spirit. You know, just mm-hmm. everything is in there. I I adored it as well. And Persephone is Maria Magdalene. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know all these kind of things. I adored it as well, as I said, the tie-ins, because oh my God, those those tie-ins were so complex, um, and so integral to watching the other two films. I think that's. I think that's what a lot of people lacked, was they just watched the first film and then watched the next two and didn't look at the Animatrix or oh, I watched, or I liked the, the tie-in comic book as well that just had the independent little stories. They were all independent stories, but there, some of the characters were in the films for a start. Um, and just having that extra sort of layer of the sort of mythology around the film as well, just I think it just made the story. And yet a lot of people do just say... Oh, you know, the first one was great, but the second one's shite. It's like, well, have you, have you actually ever delved into any of that? Have you delved into the, even the making of? Yeah. If you go into any yeah, of that... Really good yeah, actually. yeah, if you go into any of that, you, you learn to appreciate the sequels so much more um, just purely on a creative point more than anything, you know. I think The Matrix is very highly underrated as a, as a, a trilogy because there's so much more to it. It's not just a trilogy. There's you know there's something else to it. Um, 
oh god, the, that that comic, the tie-in comic that went along with it, with the Peter Bag strip. Oh yeah, so that Peter Bag strip is amazing. It's it's funny, mm-hmm. but it's also it's really good as well. Them coming out, commenting on the film. Yeah, and then them sort of being like, oh, they're not on to us yet. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. That was good. All right, it's a good controversial. One. Yeah. Well, okay. well, you know, I need to put something. Because uh, <laughs> I say I did warn. You did. You did. Yeah. It'd be controversial this thing, but hey. Yeah. It's good. But I made my point. Mm-hmm. No. It was. Yeah, it was a good point. But it, I'm really glad that. I. I see. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> we're straight away. We're terrible on this hill. <laughs> um, but then it just got weird when Anderson. Absorbed everyone, and everyone became like uh, like him. That that got strange. But yeah. other than that, I mean, well, Mr. Agent Smith. Yeah, Agent Smith. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Anderson. But it yeah, was because he was meant to be like a virus within yeah. the system. He is like yeah. the. He is like the, um, the sort of anti-hive mind. That thing that's trying to keep conformity and make mm-hmm. everybody the same. He's that. He's that. He's that thing that's trying to. He he is the thing that's trying to keep order. And make everybody mm-hmm. like him. You know, he's yeah. he's your figurehead. He's the thing that's being like every. He's almost like your Hitler in a way. Do you remember uh, Ewan McGregor did the voice of a robot in the uh, robots film? Yep. It's a CGI yeah. film. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure if there was a backstory to that. Good that, film. That was set as part of the Matrix universe. Uh, robots <laughs> in the family. You know how in the Animatrix you see them starting out in Saudi oh, yeah, Arabia yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have their own robot mm-hmm. uh, republic. Yeah. Um, that was possibly set in that robot republic. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if there's any, any truth to that. I think that's a theory. Yeah. You mentioned uh, how many, you know, Mr. Anderson. Mm-hmm. What was he called again? Anyway, Agent Smith. Agent Smith. Smith. Yeah. You, go you just reminded me watching. I think I went to see The Matrix 2 mm-hmm. in the cinema and I've remembered sitting watching it and there's a bit where he comes out, you know, Mr. Anderson, blah, 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 blah. and then he Surprise. starts fighting and, and there's like hundreds of them. Oh, that CG's yeah. crap. Right, and he's fighting hundreds of these guys and I remember immediately he started fighting them. I remember saying, what is he doing? Why does he not just fly away? And, and, and then this fight went on for like another... Th- five minutes <laughs> and then to end the scene he went and flew away <laughs> and I remember going I think this phone's maybe all the shit and that sums up my, my feeling on that what that film not having delved into it to me it was a big show of yeah. you know the typical sort of criticism people give science fiction and special effects films you know yeah, it's all it's show there there's nothing yeah. so now I'm doing it about the Matrix my other point to that for that bit as well though is that he tries to fight him because he's almost thinking, like, if I get rid of him now, then that's the end of it. Right. That'll be him finished, and then the, that'll be the virus wiped out. And then he sees the sheer okay. size of it and goes, oh, fuck, no, I'm not managing this straight away. Yeah. And then goes, well, I'll take off the now and I'll Maybe you put more thought into it, it than I did. I've just been an apologist for it for a long time. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's not someone... But well, mind you, right enough, people do tend. Oh, people go fucking mental about it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mr. Anderson. Well, talking about Mr. Anderson, I could just link it to this. Um, what are your thoughts of the Lord of the Rings? No. 
Uh, the no. first one, I really enjoyed the first one. Fellowship of the conspiracy yeah. theory within that. The second one was like a long chase, and the third one was just an, a the long battle. battle. The, the, the first one's better because it was more complicated. Um, I wasn't as much a critic of The Hobbit. I think it was alright, except for the fact that they could have just condensed it into one film rather than, on, rather than like. Hobbit is different. Yeah. I just concentrated on the Lord of the Rings, and I particularly the first one. The first one I think is yeah. brilliant. Well, it's well done. Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. The, the other half and I do a um, extended watch through of all three of them, usually every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of the first one, she's a big fan of the last one. And mm-hmm. we both kind of enjoy the second one mutually, kind of thing. But yeah, so, but you have to watch the extended ones. Mm-hmm. After you've seen the extended one, you can't watch a diluted version mm-hmm. of it anymore. There's far too much in it that. Yeah, I have. I, 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 I own the distance. Yeah, yeah. Show, but... I don't know how anybody can watch the extended ones and then go, right, we'll just watch the, the one that's got you, an hour and a half cut out of it. Do you see Christopher Lee's demise and. Uh... Yep. The last one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. that, that was something that was just, for some reason, edited out and you're left there thinking, I think it's because what happened the, to Saruman? I think it's because at the time it, it was too brutal. Ah. Have you ever seen it? No. No, I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted, so, I I wanted, I've just been confused the whole time. I thought, well, it's such an epic character and why edit him out? It's very brutal. To the point that I think it kind of, if you put it on in the cinema, it was a, you, there was an almost kind of family watch to it. Lord of the Rings because there wasn't obscene violence really to the like there wasn't like buckets of gore or anything. Mm. Whereas his death is that makes it a wee bit kind of like oh Jesus, yeah. it's not big battles with orcs. There's no green blood or anything like that. That is actually very yeah like it makes it quite gruesome. So yeah, I think that was maybe why it was cut. Oh yeah, it's good though. Okay, yeah. mm. I think um, they're good. Mm. Good. Right, okay, I'm going to go now, something completely different. Schindler's List. <laughs> you seem to be the expert here. That, have you seen the film? No, yeah, I no. haven't. I, I know what's about yeah, it, but I've never seen it. it. It's, it's a film, every time I watch it, I, I cry. Yeah? I do cry. It's, the story itself is... I mean, it's based on a real fact that this mm-hmm. German um, uh, businessman managed to uh, save hundreds of people, hundreds of Jews, uh, from death. And um, there's a lot of moments of sheer cruelty that you see through it, very dramatic. Um, and it's feeling black and white. There's some places where there's color mm-hmm. for cool, just a, a particular effect there. But um, yeah, it's a film I recommend. Um, I remember when I went to see it to the cinema when it came out. We went to see it with my mates, um, and it's, it's a quite long film. So at that time in the cinema in Maon in Spain, they did a break in the middle uh, of the film. They stopped, put lights on, mm-hmm. and when the stop happened. We just kind of look at each other and we went, but we stayed and we watched the whole film and in the end we were all crying because yes, it's a film, but it's one of those films that 
just makes you feel as it's real. Mm. And it's based on a real story. And it accomplishes that really, really well. It, it touches you. And if you, are not, if you don't cry on that, then you are not human. <laughs> you are not human. That, that's, so that has to be in my list. Would you say that's the film that's made you cry the most? One of them. Yeah. Any other, what other ones? Oh, I don't know. I, I, but this is probably one. I cry with other films, but not necessarily in the same way. Okay. Yeah. Will be yourself. Uh, every every year I watch It's a Wonderful Life at Christmas time, mm. and every year. The crying starts earlier than time <laughs> because I know what it means. No, you know, I know what every bit means. And and last year it made it up to the bit where right near the start, the, the wee boy runs in and he, he he always like puts his finger on the thing and goes hot dog. And as soon as he did that, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I was losing it. Already. I got another thing that I cried. I got another thing that I cried. But again, when you say a wonderful life, I have to say this. But it's more a modern classic. This one is Elf. Oh, yeah. oh, really? I cry with that one. I like Elf. Mm. I cry. It's even type of crying. It's not the same, but yeah, I cry with that one. Too. With Elf? Yes. Mm. I do. Okay. I you, do. Were meant to, you were meant to cry with E.T. E.T. is emotional. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Simpsons oh. List is, is a great film. Yeah. It's a great, great film. And yeah, I, I recommend it to watch it. And it, was, it was good. Mike, do you cry at any films? I have more with age than anything else. Because I, I was at the cinema to see All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh. And uh, oh. as a kid, Good film. my eyes were indestructible, you know. But they were, they were kind of worn, but I was the only person in the cinema who wasn't crying. However, if I look at that as an adult, I'm like, my God, I must have been evil. Yeah. But uh, there's films now... That I've seen, and sometimes I do cry. More animation ones. Um, some of the some of the Disney ones have been a little bit um, interesting. Uh, oh. um, not up. That's too depressing. Um, you know, there, there's ones. That, I mean, Dumbo. There's that scene with Dumbo, and his his mum is separated from him, so the mouse um, uh, takes him to the to the. Uh, uh, the, 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 the carriage where Dumbo's mum is and there's that moment where he's like trying to put his trunk and his mum tries to reach but she can't because she's chained and uh, but there's stuff uh, I mean Disney ones can really uh, hit you I mean Jungle Book at the end when Mowgli thinks Baloo's dead or mm. or uh, Bambi with Bambi's mother I mean Bambi was one of my favourite films as a, as a kid and he, he, he runs and he, he thinks he's escaped with the, his, his mum and he runs into the, 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 the den and he's like, where are you? And he goes out looking and uh, Bambi's father stops him and says, your mum can't, can't be with you anymore. And uh, also the likes of, uh, uh, what would you call it, um, The Land Before Time, when uh, Littlefoot's mother is killed by her injuries with the, with the sharp tooth. So the dinosaur. Yeah, cartoons, uh, they seem to hit it much more than live action, but there's one live action film that I've never watched the full one, but there's a clip that I see, and every time I see it, my eyes just burst out into tears. <laughs> it's The Bear. I don't know if you've seen that. It's, it was filmed in the, it was released in uh, the late 80s, 
it follows the life of a young bear cub in North America. And again, its parents are they're nowhere to be seen, but against all of nature, a big male bear kind of adopts this bear. In real life, they'd actually eat them, because um, they would get rid of the uh, competition uh, mm -hmm. someone else's cubs. But this big male bear, he, he looks after it, and uh, he's like, uh, there's two hunters after him. And somewhere in the end, near the end of the film, they both get separated. The hunters are after him. So you think the uh, the hunters have, have killed them off. So the wee bear cub, he's on his own again. And he's uh, he's stalked by a puma. And the puma just comes after him. And it's just a long, agonising chase scene. And he's getting cut, he's getting scratched. He's um, he, he, he tries to hide from the puma. He goes up a branch, he falls in the water. Puma's following him. And you, you know it's pretty much the end of the line. So the bear manages to get back onto the shore. Puma leaps out of nowhere and starts clawing him and you see blood. And the wee bear, he stands up on his two hind legs and he just tries to roar. But then the puma just swipes him down. Then uh, the bear cub gets up again, mate. He's not giving in. He roars again. And the puma just suddenly goes and runs off. That's the... And uh, the camera angle's brilliant because it follows the bear cub. And then to see what behind him... And you see the huge big male bear, he's all right. Yeah, that's good. And he's roaring and uh, the wee cub goes up and uh, they kind of snuggle and... Uh, <sighs> good. Yeah, good. I, I, I cannot watch that without crying. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that I cried a lot recently, actually, it's an animation film, but it's, this one is Japanese. It's still Ghibli and if I'm correct, oh, because it's Grave Terror of the Fireflies. <laughs> Is yeah. so sad. I showed that to somebody. Oh my gosh! I showed that to somebody, and it got to, you know, near near the end. And literally, the person that was watching it with me turned and said, "Why would you show me this?" Literally, the tears. Oh yeah, it's so sad. Oh goodness, so sad. I cried everything. I was watching it on my own, um, and. Yeah, and I was at home on my own and during the day, I think I was on a holiday or something, and I just crying and crying, and I thought, I'm crying, oh my god, my wife and my kids are going to come by, what the fuck are you doing? What's happening? What's going on? So yeah, that, yeah, it's, oh, it's so painful and poignant. I've had an incident happen to me in the cinema where a small child asked their mum if I was okay. <laughs> oh, because I was crying that much at a film. It was the start. It was the start of up. I went to go see it in the cinema. I wasn't prepared. I thought I was just gonna because every other Pixar film had never been bothered by in the slightest. Not even mm. at that point. Not even with Toy Story two with Jesse's song. Now I can't even. Toy Story three. That wasn't out yet. Not came before oh. Toy Story three. And mm. um, with Toy Story two, Jesse's song. I can't listen to it now without bursting into tears. Um, but up the very very start, yeah. I sit and going through that, and then it, <laughs> it just progressed so much, and I was in a fit of tears. I was just totally gone, and then as soon as it it sort of fades out, and then tries to come back in again, so all the volume goes down, and I'm going <laughs> in this cinema with all these kids. I'm sitting crying, and I just hear this one girl at the back go, 
Mommy, it's not mine, okay? <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> oh, honestly. The adventures of Winnie the Pooh are mean tears once. Oh, See, at the very, very end, when uh, Christopher Robbins asks Winnie the Pooh if they'll be friends forever, or Winnie the Pooh asks him if they'll be friends forever, and uh, you just suddenly think of the real-life Christopher Robbins uh, trying to kill himself, and that kind of, uh, that kind of brought a... Uh, Quite a few tears. I had my face right in the pillow then. Oh, and looked at the pillow and it was wet. No. So recently it was the green mile for me. Does it every time. Does it every time, but recently I hadn't seen it in a long time. It was on TV. I made it all the way to the very end. And then as soon as he's saying, um, uh, he killed them with her love, and that's what it's like every day in this world. I was gone. I was sitting going, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just a bit. I'll okay. get a bit. I'm just going to move from there now. Cause yeah, I'm not just about to break down. <laughs> man, is Well, I, I'm remembering um, The Life Aquatic with Steve Suzu. Mm -hmm. And at the, the ending scene of that is, I just get, it's the music as well, of course. I don't know if you've seen it. No, it, I haven't it, it seen it. It's one of my yeah, it's a really to watch. good film, and he's kind of cheap. Well, if you've not seen it, I shouldn't have ruined it. But just in a lot of his Wes Anderson's films, there's always like one line. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then they just say the line, and it's not even quite clear, but it just it's the perfect line. And yeah. you, ah, and when they say it, you go ah, oh, God! And every time he says it, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just it gets me every time. I love it. Great. Uh, some films get better every time you watch them. Yes, that's yeah. very true. It's They're a wonderful Mr. Life is like that. Oh, I've read that. Not watched it yet, though. Oh, the film is fantastic. Fantastic Mr. Fox. It is. Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> oh! Boom! Boom! Just fucking is great. It's in the night. That's it. The best film, hands down. We're done. Bang, bang, bang. That's it. Last order. You've you've actually just hit the nail on the head. That's number ten. It's just because you mentioned Wes Anderson and you were like, well, we're gonna have to mention that, you know, even as a byway or something. Yeah, amazing. I really like George Clooney. Just, just, oh. just great. I could listen to that man till the cows go home and back. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. It's just great. Oh. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I don't care. I really, he wants to sell me coffee. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> sell me yeah, coffee. Oh. Sell me a machine to make a coffee. Whatever, man. It's just. Oh, he's amazing. I don't even like Meryl Streep, and I could still listen to her all day. So, yeah, so good. Fantastic, Mr. Fox. Yeah, right. Let's go now. I'm going to go something completely different here. This is going to go to a classic. Western. 1960, I think it is. The Magnificent Seven. 1960, yeah. That is... Which is actually based on the Seven Samurai, mm -hmm. which, is Kirkus, which is 1950. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going to look for a Western this time, The Magnificent Seven. What's the theme tune to that again? Da -da. 
Steve McQueen, Yo Brewer, Charles Bronson. Um, what was the, the guy who recently passed away? Um, played the man from Uncle. Robert Vaughan. Yeah, Robert Vaughan. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't. Oh, couldn't throw that gun. Steven, the, 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 the sci-fi version of the Robert Robert the Robert the with Bart Lancaster, Lee Marvin, Jack Palance. It's just fantastic. Great if, film. Every Western film. If we were to get into Western all, oh. all guys come together to do this mission that no one else can do, will do in Mexico. Against all odds. But each of them is the best at what they do. Mm -hmm. So there's one is really good with explosives, one is really good with weapons, one is really good with the horses, and it's it's just great. It's yeah. just a western, and it's enjoyable, and it's they don't make films like that anymore. No, they don't. They don't this kind of thing. Sitting thinking about that as I'm watching the uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just sitting watching it going, God, they don't make films like this anymore. Do you know that's one that. I have not watched seriously since I was a kid, and then I really liked it. So yeah. I, I would watch that and be a bit scared to watch it again. Don't be. Because I remember it being very good. Oh, yeah. I watched it. I've been watching many years. I watched it from that the ending time. burns into your mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, the, the ending is still burnt into my mind. And so I forgot most of the film. I'm going to be honest, I watched watch it for it the first time not that long ago, only a couple of years oh, ago. Yeah. And I'd have yeah. watched it subsequently. I think it would still would be. A few good. times since. Yeah. Um, and talking about things about burning to your mind, I'm gonna go for a personal favorite, which definitely would be in my favorite top five films ever. And I watched it when I was a child on TV, first time. Mm -hmm. um, even though, if you watch it now, you think, really? When you were a child? <laughs> um, Stanley Kubrick's Spartacus. Oh, ah. Got a few of his films on my list, but not mm -hmm. that one. Although I do remember the ending quite well. It's not a good spark. Yes, and that's the point that it was, you know, uh, burning to my mind. Well, I'm gonna spoil spoiler alert, spoiler alert, everyone. <laughs> the moment where, towards the end of the film, they have all the rebels trapped and the romance goes, okay, I want to know who is Spartacus, where is he? Mm -hmm. And then he's about to stand up. And then someone else does. And he goes, I am Spartacus. And he turns around. No. And, so, and someone else turns around. No, I am Spartacus. No. And then another one stands up and says, I am Spartacus. We must see. Oh, that is just, it just connected something in my head mm -hmm. about um, friendship, about mm -hmm. allies, about, you know, being together, about. Um, comrades and camaraderie about it's something even beyond family beyond everything else mm -hmm. and it was just 
It was great. Somebody said great. Somebody said to me a while ago in that film, it was like, you know what happened as soon as this all stopped speaking though. It's like, what? He goes, they just fucking killed them all. <laughs> it's like, all oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah but it was. It's like, yeah, it's true. It was like, well, I never, never thought about that at the time. I thought they just went, oh well, we'll never catch them. We'll leave them all the way. And I'm like, no, that makes sense here. They probably just killed them all. Yeah. But, yeah. And, it's, and then you're watching that, and there's many things, you know. Oh yeah. Going on. Um, and it's not really a film perhaps for kids to watch. But no, no. Again, my parents were quite liberal from that point of view. They said, well, you know, let's watch it and, and see what's going on. And, and, and they said, yeah, there's lots of things to learn from this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fantastic. So, yeah, Stanley Kubrick's good. Spartacus. It's good. With the unstoppable kick Douglas. Douglas, mm-hmm. great. The man. The Vikings. Yeah. The Vikings and all are classic. Um, oh. And he's still around to enjoy the legacy of that fame. Yeah. Just, geez, 102, I think. Yeah, the man is just, yeah. Indestructible. It's like Keith Richards. Ugh, he's, he's my lot older than Cliff Richards. And Cliff Richards is a little but I mean, Keith Douglas is a legend to me. He's fantastic. You're right, okay. Have you um, so often I remember that Kirk Douglas did a film? In 1986, and it was called some like old guys, and it was about him being like really old, and no one there was a gangster, but anyway, and I think it was him and Burt Lancaster, maybe. Yes. And and the Red Hot Chili Peppers are in it, and it played in a club in 1986. And I, I just think, oh yeah, he was one of the old guys in 1986. And now you're like, <laughs> he's really old guy. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's gonna change. Uh, completely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Something completely different. Fight Club. Never seen it. Me neither. <gasps> I've, got, I've got an idea of the. I know the spoiler at the end. That's, no that's something. Way. Which I'm not going to say. It's no. nowadays. It's a great film. I think it's. A, I think it's a great film. I absolutely love it. And I was sitting watching it till the cows come home. It's by one of my favourite directors of all time, David Fincher. It's a great story. Absolutely love it. But there is the whole caveat as well when it came out. And the way it plays now, it is very sort of macho bullshit kind of thing about it as well. There is a whole thing of like it's. That's what put me off it. Yeah, but it it is still good if you just look yeah. past that. I know. You've got I remember to remember just... the time saying that and people tell me, ah, oh, but it's more than that. Thing. Yeah. But it is. It's it's what is classed as a manly film as well, which is the annoying thing about it. Mm. But if you just. Fucking put all that shit aside. Just the, the story and the whole yeah. thing about consumerism and everything is just oh, it's a lot of things. There's loads going on going on in the film. Yeah. And okay, the Fight Club and etc. And there's a huge spoiler of it, obviously. So if you you might know what's going on, but you might not. But I give it a go. Mm-hmm. Give it a go and watch it. Give it a go just purely from the point that it's a it's a good Fincher film. Yeah. David Fincher's a fucking beast. Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? <laughs> what did he do? He did that Alien 3. Gone Girl. Oh, and Tetley, Tetley T man. Seven, never seen it. Never fancied it. You haven't seen Seven. Oh, <laughs> Seven's oh. so good! I did that in the least. Seven! No. Um, God, what else? Uh, oh, my, my brain's going blank and I love it. Uh, curious case, case of Benjamin Button. Um, he unfortunately is. The network. Mm-hmm. Social network, social yeah. network, uh, social, social network. network. Yeah. Um, Come across all these. He seems to pick things that I go in. He did the redo. He did the redo of um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. 
Um, I Which? watched the original, and I can't watch the. I don't Sorry. like any of them at all. I no, watched the original since Borderlands. Swedish. Mm. Um, what else did Fincher do? Uh, the Panic Room, which I'm not a fan of. Oh, I watched that. No, that was that's Jodie Foster. Yeah, okay. and well, Kristen Stewart. But I remember it was quite tense watching that. Sometimes I'm watching mm-hmm. something and I'm thinking, no, I'm I'm getting stressed out watching this. Uh, so that I, that means it's effective, I suppose. What was the one he did uh, with Michael Douglas? Um, the game. The game. That's it. Oh, yeah. it's uh, mind blowing that one towards the end. And again, there is a big reveal. Did he not also do? Um, oh no, Fincher. No, was Fincher? Was Fincher Insomnia? In? Was, he, insomnia. Was, was Fincher? Did Fincher do Insomnia? I don't know. No, he didn't, did he? Hilary Swank. I can't remember. And uh, Pacino, isn't it? Pacino. Uh, Robin Williams. Williams yeah. 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 I thought that was a Fincher one. Maybe could I'm wrong. Be. It could be. Maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember. But yeah. oh. <laughs> okay. But he is responsible for the worst alien film. I don't blame him. Yeah, I think I actually rescue it. Because it was a disaster project from the beginning. From the, beginning it, yeah. the script changed about 20 or 30 times. Yeah, true. And he did the best he could do with the stuff that was given. Yeah, yeah. very true. Uh, so actually, considering once you know what happened before that, you go, actually, he did all right. Yeah. <laughs> he did very well. Yeah. <laughs> Although, there's, to me, there's no comparison to the first one. But anyway, that's, that's just beyond data. Yeah. <laughs> the good fellas. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it very much served to me as a full stop on all of this stuff. I grew up watching the Godfather films and like okay. them, right? And then Godfather Three was out, I think, the mm. same year as Goodfellas. All oh, right, okay. And and I went to see both of them, and and I thought Goodfellas very stylish, very good, very well done. But I remember watching it and just thinking. I think I'm done with tough guys and, you know, smart talking tough guys that are just going to pop you, you know. I'm done with this. Can yeah. I see guys with guns. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've seen it now. The Godfather. Yeah. Excellent. Love it. Mm. But I just didn't need it anymore. That's fair play. I liked the Goodfellas from the point of view that he actually, despite the fact that he was talking about a real story and quite lot of serious issues and crime and murder and drug trafficking etc etc he actually made the story and as the film goes along Mm -hmm. entertaining Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you wanted to know about these mafiosos these good fellas guys and there's some memorable uh, scenes like I I can you know Joe Pesci and the the the, Funny, funny, funny how? Funny how? Like a clown? 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 Like a international television he's like yeah in here there's like at least a dozen bodies that we that we personally buried in here I can't take him seriously <laughs> ever since he went on fucking this morning 
You went Promo- on this morning. Promoting, promoting, promoting <laughs> no, no, no. a fucking cookbook. No. The Goodfellas no. cookbook. No. I, I can't remember, take him seriously. I remember the guy in Goodfellas was like, had his very own way of he cut the, the garlic. The garlic. Yeah. Really, really thin. So that's, that's the two things, the two things I always remember is him fucking giving it. Why would you do that, Karen? Why? When he's on about the cocaine down the toilet. Why would you do that, Karen? Why? Why would you do that? That sounds like the room. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's not gruesome when you want to laugh, but it's totally, you know. That and uh, Joe Pesci getting annoyed at that guy um, when he says, like, go fucking shine my shoes or get your shoebox or something like that. He's like, you motherfucker. Goes to come after him. It's yet it's another film with with a Samuel Jackson cameo. Samuel Jackson's been in just about every film up to that point as a cameo man, and it's round about a few years yeah, after. He's a, he's he's a, a, he's a drug he, addict, isn't he? Yeah, you see him going to his uh, flat, and then you only, the next minute you see Joe Pesci just like bang, 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 laughing. Ah, bang, 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 bang. I can't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's loads of films like that. He appears in almost every film. Really? I just, uh, he's, it's a good opening line in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, incidentally, while we're on the subject of Samuel Jackson, he holds a record in the Guinness Book of Records as being the actor whose films have made the most money because he's been in so many. Yeah, he's been in so many franchises. You know, I think one minute on uh, in the Back to the Future trilogy, that's counted. Uh, one Is minute on Coming to America. Oh yeah, he's quite memorable on that. Really? One minute and coming to America. Yeah, and the second one when Marty McFly gets the wrong flat. He's like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the wrong house. And he's you damn right, boy. <laughs> he just smashes him with a uh, baseball oh. bat. Oh. Hmm. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. We're going to now... What are your thoughts of unusual suspects? No. No, no thanks. Unusual suspects. No. No? Not for me. What's that? Kevin Spacey. Kevin I hated him as soon as I looked on. Kevin Spacey. and... No. I went... Somebody was playing that on video. Uh, I went to my pal's house and he was sitting watching it. And... <laughs> I say, I remember looking at the poster and going, it was him. <laughs> remember... Because I thought, you know, it's that thing of who's the one that's the most pathetic. Oh, I've got it, yeah. Yeah, usual suspects. Yeah, that was completely and utterly ruined for me. I sat and watched it with my mum. Oh, no. I watched it with my mum. And I thought, what a brilliant film. And then a couple of... of, Have you seen it, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We've all seen it, so we all know. Yeah. The minute... The minute you find out who's peeing on... uh, uh, What do you call him? uh, The Irish guy. Um... A minute before you find out, my mum says, Kevin Spacey, these Kaiser so say. Right. She's <laughs> completely ruined it for me. Thanks, <laughs> mum. Just one minute before you actually find that out, and I've never let her live that down. Quite She's not learned from it, it ruins all these other films, but that is the main <laughs> one. Kevin Spacey, that's <laughs> it. Um, I'm, I'm the opposite, mate. I, I, thought, I always really liked him. Right. So it's disappointing now. He's a total scumbag. Yeah, he's ruined like a, a large majority of my films. Do you know I've never watched Moon again? One of my favourites since, because he's the voice of a robot in Moon. Uh, and I'm yeah. scared of watching it, and it's ruined. I've still never yeah. watched Moon. 
Moon is just tremendous. Oh, that was what, it. I watched the shit successor to it. Which oh, was how weird was that? Hated that film. I was so disappointed in that. Hated that film. What, what the what? Uh, mute. mute. It's on Netflix. Fucking oh, gosh. It's a tie-in. Yeah. Kinda. It's in no. the same universe. So it's like what's happening on Earth. Yeah. While he's been so there's like there's that. bits of him like on the news and oh, stuff like watch, that. Watch Moon. <laughs> like they go they, they drive their cars in and they're filling up and it's the lunar industries and everything uh, it's all, it's all so the it's energy so that, yeah, okay. I don't know I'm but it's, it's not a part then I watch it thinking oh, no no I won't it's crap. I'm not a Duncan Jones fan really I'm a Moon fan I'll give it a shout I, I like Sam Rockwell so source it's... code was alright but nothing good shit total shit Ferris Bueller's Day Off <laughs> yeah, I like that. Saw it for the first time not long ago and really wasn't into it. I think you need to need to have seen it closer to the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, being that wee bit older and seeing it for the first time, I was like, no, I'm not into this. Same with the Breakfast Club. <coughs> Mia Farrow, no. No, no Breakfast Club either. <coughs> no, no Breakfast Club either. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, Mia Farrow, is she in. <coughs> She's in Ferris Bueller. No, wait a minute, I've got the name wrong. Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah. No Mia. The Farrow. Oh, what? He's Mia Sarah. He's Right. No, a legend as well. I'm more into... Mm-hmm. What's her face um, from Dirty Dancing? Oh, yeah. His sister. Uh, what's her name? I don't know. The main... The main... <sighs> yeah. Jennifer something. Jennifer Grey. She's, she's nice. Right? She, oh, I love her. Dirty Dancing would make it on my list. Mm. I love Dirty Dancing. I hadn't seen that until about two years ago. Really? I thought I was going to watch this. You like it? Yeah, it was good. It's great, mm. isn't it? Sweezy's so right. a fucking... He's a, a beast of a dancer. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh, I watch it just for him dancing. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, okay, I'm just going to the ones that I left. There's one I can see there that's actually made on my <coughs> as well. Yeah, take okay. Me, take your... Well... No, what? Oh, no, no, they're going to be this. Oh. No. You want to walk in there? Water? In there? In here? Uh-huh. Oh, so there has to be this. Nope. <gasps> that one then. Nope. This? Yep. It's one of my favourites. <laughs> it's, oh. it's probably my favourite of that director, actually. It's the, it's the first time in a long time I've actually sat in a cinema and went, Come on! Come on! Audibly. Like, properly it's, going for it. really good. One of my mates, um, Inception. Inception. Universal <laughs> tried to sue him because the name of his company is Inceptional, and he had that name bef- a year before Inception was released. So Universal tried to sue him. Really? He's based in Edinburgh. He managed to beat Universal Studios. He got his, his picture in the paper and all that. And uh, people were saying to him, well, now you've beat them, why don't you go after them and claim for damages? But he says, no, because uh, so they, they'll have like limitless resources. They'll have the lawyers. All he went to fight for was to maintain the use of his name. Because the argument was that uh, people type in Inceptional or Inception and they'll come to the name of his company rather than the name of the film and they'll get confused and uh, they won't bother with the name of the film. That was their argument. Whereas the name of the film is Inception, his company is Inceptional, so it's not even the same name. But they still went to court and... Luckily, he beat them. He has his own wee uh, computer game company, but 
it was a very close call and thankfully he didn't go against he didn't like try and sue for damages because I think he would have been the loser in that anyway, one anyway Inception mm. as a concept of a story it's amazing to come up with that such a complex idea yeah to me that's outstanding because it's not something that you can think of every day yeah there is that idea of the dreaming and but to come to that and create a story from it and all of it and what's going on is just beyond everything I, I find it mind-boggling though how people think that it's confusing it's so simple no, it's, it's not confusing. You just have to pay attention. Yeah. The all the details are there. All yeah. the clues are there. You just have to sit down, watch it, take your time, and enjoy it. it. That tends to be my that tends to be my argument to folks that say, "Oh, I got confused at the start." So you clearly weren't paying attention. <laughs> you clearly weren't watching it because and, it's so easy. Does that endear you to them, Tom? <laughs> not the slightest. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, no, but they're even told. Yeah. And keeping with the same director, I would go for Interstellar, which I really enjoyed. And and I watched it, all of it, and you go through the whole story about traveling in space and abandoned Earth because it's all ruined, because it's an eco-disaster, right. and yeah. there's lots of topics, lots of things. And then... There is the incident, traveling through a black hole, etc. Is that got Matt Damon? <laughs> yeah. Matt yes. Damon. Spoilers. That's, yeah. a, that's a deal breaker for me, I'm afraid. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a secret to, cameo. I don't it's want, a, want to look at him. It's a secret cameo. <laughs> it's a secret cameo that appears there. Right. So that's actually a secret cameo. <laughs> yes. No, so he's not the star. No. That's no, the first all. thing I thought. Matt Damon no, doesn't no, 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 no. He's not even in it for that long. No. Um, so yeah, right. uh, but the whole thing when you watch the whole thing to me, my taking is yeah you can talk about quantum physics you can talk about the ecological disaster you can talk about technology you can talk about you know science fiction etc. But the main thing is is love. Mm. Love is what moves everything. Love is what drives the characters and the story. Oh, that's good. I like that. And at the very end, you do because you go you're watching you're watching. I said, where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? What's going on? Where are we going with this? And then, and it's there, and you get your pay. It's, wow. There is a payout there. To me, there's, at the end, there is that. I said, the love of your family, mm -hmm. the love of a father, the love of a sister, mm -hmm. a daughter, mm -hmm. the love of your partner, mm -hmm. you know, husband, wife, you know, it's all is love. That's, to me, the encapsulates of it, wow. and as as a film, I can sit down, watch it, and it's a long film, but and it just flies. It's very, it's really well done. I love the director, but yeah, it's enjoyable. It's really good cast as well. Mm. I recommend it. So I you can watch it. it. Watch it. Yeah. Well worth. Who has the main? McConaughey. <clears throat> Yeah. I think my comment is Anne Hathaway Anne Hathaway Michael Caine oh yeah Michael, Michael Caine yeah. Yeah, yeah. somebody pointed out to me the other day that his name is very close to saying the words Michael Caine 
And now I can't stop hearing that whenever anybody says Michael Caine. Not Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't not hear that now, it's really annoying. Interesting thing is, he's never actually said, my name is Michael Caine. No, he's never said that. (laughs) He must have said it at some point. No, in any... Like in his life. No. No, What's what's your name? He's not bothered. It's good. It's good in the movies. In Casablanca, no one says the line, Pillian, I guess, Sam. Yes. And and, uh, nobody ever said, beam me up, Scotty. And no one said, my ki- a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse, unless you count the play. Because in real life, he didn't say that. Nobody said, look, I am your father. Uh-huh. No, no. Obi-Wan lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Because they don't say, no, I am your father. True. <laughs> um, no, Michael Michael Caine, uh, the whole uh, my name is Michael Caine. I just always remember that from Harry Enfield and Friends. And he's like, my name is Michael Caine, and I'm oh. a nosy neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Caine. Okay. Hmm. I'm gonna mention one superhero film. The Avengers. Hmm. First one. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I know. I know. I know which one you're gonna choose. No. You do know. I do know. Yes. And I totally agree. You know, with mm-hmm. you choosing that one. That's fine. But to me, the Avengers. But I know. You know which one you're gonna choose. I know which one. So I say. Superman. Superman, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, Superman, the movie. Yeah. Yes, Superman, the movie. That's my favourite superhero film. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even like the Avengers film. I was shocked by how boring it was. Well, that's I was funny. actually really shocked at how shit it was. <laughs> I mean, I was not expecting to like it, but I just couldn't believe how crap it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's fair enough. Honestly. No, but yeah, I, oh, no, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. I went, I, went, I went for the Avengers. <laughs> I went for the Avengers because I really liked it. Uh, I thought to see all the superheroes again, the Marvel superheroes <laughs> together, to me that was great. It was the... to see Iron Man. Mm. Oh, and there was one bit in the Avengers I liked while I say that. Yeah? Go ahead. Um, the, the Hulk... Uh, he, he woke up um, as Banner. Mm-hmm. And who's that? It was that famous actor, you know, Harry Dean Stanton. Harry Dean Stanton, and he was like, "You've got a condition." Son. Yeah, <laughs> and I just thought that was great. He says, "That was, uh, that was my favourite bit in the whole film." Are you an alien? No. And son, you got a condition. <laughs> yeah, you got, got a condition. <laughs> and it was also I liked the implication, you know, all the rubble, the hole in the wall, and everything, and he was lying there. So you you knew what happened. He landed there. And he fell out of the sky. All green and butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> Got condition. So they should have had more of that in the film. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, our our favourite line being wants to repeat constantly is uh, Iron Man saying to Thor when he's like, uh, what do you think this is? And he's like, mm. Shakespeare in the Park. <laughs> Doth mother know you weareth her drape? <laughs> this is so good. Uh, I love shit like that. Just like wee bits here and there. I like to be my Loki. Loki goes to 
Hulk, you know, I am lucky. God, we see, blah, blah. And it goes a big long story. And Hulk goes, grabs him. He's got Hulk smash pretty god. He's got, <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got a, a good line in that same bit with the Doth Wear Third Rape because just before that, before I, before Iron Man takes him out, he, he's standing speaking to Thor. Iron Man takes him out and he's like, you know what? Boom! And he just sits there and goes, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Just wee one-liners. Like, mm. well, when Loki tries to control Iron Man with his staff, he's like, tap, he's like, that's funny. This usually yeah. works. <laughs> yeah. This usually works. I like the other, the other bit where the Hulk appears uh, and it's when Captain America says, uh, right, Hawkeye, you go over here, blah, where you do oh, this. Smart. And Thor do that, and then he looks into Hulk, and Hulk goes, <laughs> and he goes, Hulk smash. And Hulk just has that smash, and it just goes <laughs> mental with the spaceship and everything. It's just great. It's just, the, the best bits of the Avengers is when the Hulk appears, which is, you know, it's just great. It's great. To me, it's, it's from all the different films, I would say, let's get that one, yeah. Really good. Superhero. From the superheroes lately, because there is so many, but I just, just one. I choose the Avengers. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, Star Wars, the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. That was kind of obvious, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I That's on the top of the list, and that was the first thing I wrote down. <laughs> and everything else comes from there. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Which one would you say? I mean, I know you're probably not going to say Jedi, but the first two out of them, which one would you say is the best? From the original trilogy? Yeah. Star uh, Wars or Empire Strikes Back? <sighs> oh man. So I, I would struggle to choose between them. It's difficult. It is, yeah. Looking as strictly and strictly to the story and how it's told, I go for the Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. But you don't have the Empire Strikes Back without the first one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Without Star Wars. That's my the so called New Hope. That's my favourite one. And when New Hope came out, I mean, that was just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It just blew up all the fuses. Yeah. There was nothing like it. Um, mind blowing. It's a classic. Everything else, the many influence of many films afterwards. It's just there's a before and after mm. in Star Wars. Yeah, there is. It's funny. I I was in the the, the library the other day and I was looking through. The books in this, and I found this one science fiction movies, something like that. And it's fascinating if you can find a book on science fiction movies from about 1975 or 1976. Yeah. And it's the history of science fiction movies, and Star Wars hasn't happened yet. No. Yeah. And the whole tone of the book is mm -hmm. like I've got books from a few years later, and it's everything's changed. Is Everything it, has is changed. It, is it all like Metropolis and everything? There's it's Metropolis and that Planet the Apes. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, all good films. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, films. yeah, yeah. Space Odyssey. It's it was all blasted out of the water. Yeah. Star Wars, you know, for good and bad, changed all of it. Mm. Yeah. Made yeah. it more popcorn. Yeah, sure. Whereas yeah. science fiction before was very serious. Yeah, you'd have ideas. And yeah, 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 yeah. 
brought the special effects up a level because uh, when you see Logan Run, Logan Run was just done two oh, years ago. It was hell. a brilliant film. Oh. <coughs> some what of the special it? effects are yeah. not quite on the Star Wars level. Well, no, no, no. But it's still a brilliant film. Oh, so but it was only yeah. two years separate the, the, those two films from when they were both One movies. year. Was it one year? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 76, 77. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I've made an actual top ten. Not in any sort of order. I'm just going to rattle them off really quickly because I want to hear your two's mm-hmm. lists. Yeah. Okay, this is just ten, so I'll just. Have you finished your, your lot? Well, I did yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been taking them off as you were going. So. Yeah, ah, there's, yeah, there's few things I forgot. Oh, is there like, like throw, throw the Predator? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Predator. Oh. To me, I know it's a very simple story. I know many I people it. don't like it. I love it. I just love it. Mm-hmm. It's an action film. It's just. It's great. You are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. Oh. And it's, it's probably my favourite Schwarzenegger film. Standing on the top of that hill with the torch. Even right? more than Terminator ah! or Terminator 2. <laughs> to, or even Conan the Barbarian. For people of our generation, I go <laughs> for Predator. It's just... Uh, yeah, great. It's good. It's good. And the other one was the Dark Knight trilogy as well, because mm. I really like that. But it was kind of because I was going with Nolan, I was falling in love with all the films. Mm. <laughs> I was kind of putting there. The middle one would be one of my films. The one with Heath Ledger. Mm. And then the, the last. Oh yeah, the Prestige, for example, another one. Mm. There's, there's so many. Seen that. Uh, oh, and if I had to choose a Tarantino film, I would go something that would be. Separate, and I would go for Unglorious Bastards. Oh, I'd go for Reservoir Dogs. I know, a lot of people go for Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, you know. And I like all of them, but I was just one, I think. I don't know why. Unglorious Bastards. But yeah, that's the. But my list was, you know, very. Mm. I've not seen either <laughs> version, that, that, nor the original yet. I hope to at some point. The original, I think, is Frank on it. No, that's Django, it's Frank on it. 78, I know it was released um, <coughs> in the late 70s. But anyway, do, go ahead. Uh, this one. Send us any comments or questions or just to say hello. You can reach us by email at thatcomicsmail at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at that comic smell share the podcast with your friends and followers we are on soundcloud spotify itunes youtube and most other places you find podcasts and don't forget to rate review and subscribe thanks for listening our music is by chart smasher and this track is dial up you can find chart smasher on twitter at joan edam and you can buy the tracks on bandcamp